We're going to have to do a disclaimer on this podcast. We use adult language. And talk about adult situations. And admit that bad things happened at our college. We admit all kinds of sexual assault. We call lots of people bad names. Mm-hmm. Probably don't have your kids around unless you want to teach them about how their bodies don't. are their own. Yeah. And no one else's. Maybe now is not the exact moment. But maybe do like a pre... Yeah, just cut that all out. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Oh. What a- <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi, Abigail. How you doing? I'm all right. I hear you're sick. Yeah, I'm very sick. I don't want to talk about it too much. I think I'm dying. What do you think you're dying of? Dysentery. I made some good... Like on the Oregon Trail? I made some good Oregon Trail jokes on my Instagram post about it today. Oh, did you? Oh, I'm. I didn't realize you were gathering sympathy on all media forms. Every front. It's kind of a full force attack. I need to know that I'm thought of when I am not around. So. And and where did you get the response that you were? Well, Afton Afton chided me because I uh, I made a joke about how much how many pounds of meat you could carry home on the Oregon Trail, and she said everyone knows wild berries are the answer, not what not more meat. Not everyone knows that. Only smart people know that. Well, I don't know if knowing Oregon Trail means you're a smart person. Necessarily. It does. It means you spent a lot of time at the library when you were a young child playing the game. Yeah, is that where you played it? <laughs> yeah. I, I played it at my friend Ashley's house. Oh. And it's cool. Well, the library was my school. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. The library is going to be my home soon when I'm on the road and need some... Co-working spaces. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> some World Wide Web. Mm. Well, you and all the homeless people in my people. Every, every single city. I'm hoping that maybe I could get some sushi. Oh, wow. Well, we know at certain um, libraries they do free sushi making. Indeed. I have some corrections corner for you. Uh-oh. That came swiftly. Uh- <laughs> the swift sword of corrections justice. <laughs> I feel its shiny blade on my throat now. So, last week, we talked about the 51st state. Did we? Yes. Now I'm denying everything. <laughs> I don't know anything about the 51st state. So, I was talking about the state of Jefferson. And how right. they call themselves the 51st state. And you said, no, the 51st state is Guam. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And I said, aren't, isn't it Puerto Rico? Uh-huh. And then we went back and forth for several minutes. Sure. Everyone loves a debate. During which both of us were like, I think it's this. I think it's this. And what happened? Um, we had no reception in the uh, parking structure at Target. So The way God intended. So we resolved nothing. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have any reception. <clears throat> and so we just moved on. The way uh, a good podcast should. Uh, yes. Swiftly. Swiftly. Ten minutes into a discussion <laughs> about something you could Wikipedia within moments. But we could do neither. Sure. Move on, nor Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, as I do while I'm editing the podcast, I look up the various things we discuss mm-hmm. to fact check our musings. It, musings. That's sweet. <laughs> and it Idiotic was... <laughs> ramblings disguised as facts. But, yeah. But it was a bit of a uh, history of mystery. Oh. Right. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. So, I was right. Oh, I see where this is going. (laughs) Corrections Corner always seems to crop up when one of our hosts gets the right answer. Sometimes I'll talk about when I... No, I... (laughs) So, what'd you learn about the 51st state? Okay, so Puerto Rico is... Jefferson. No. No. Puerto Rico is, like, the front runner. 
for next statehood. And that's who you were talking about when you said there was a delegate and a referendum and whatever. But the beaches aren't even that nice. Has anyone been there lately? I don't... What do you think statehood is? (laughs) Number of beaches divided by population. Yeah. Montana, not a state. I was like, what about Nebraska? (laughs) Out. We're done with it. Anyway, um... I also was watching The West Wing this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, because that's the only it was politics weekend, that yeah. matter, mm-hmm. um, and I had to box up 500 presents, Sure, like Santa's workshop, mm-hmm. and so I had on West Wing season two, and there's an episode where they talk about Puerto Rico statehood, and I knew instantly that that is where you had gotten all your information. Like, the way they- No, I got my information from watching the convention, and Guam being a delegate, being like- Blah, blah, blah. The 51st state. So Guam is in this list. Isn't it like second? No, it's fifth. What? DC is second. Oh, that's not real. It's complicated. (laughs) There's a really long Wikipedia. Well, if we're going to go... Washington, DC is often mentioned as a candidate for statehood. Mm Mm-hmm. James Madison considered the implications of the definition of seat of government found in the Constitution... And he was like, we need a place that's outside that's of, outside yeah. of states to do the thing. But it was kind of left open. So it's very taxation without representation. Oh, that's their whole license plate frame, right? But it's ironic. Yeah. No, it's like a joke. I don't think it's a joke on purpose. Oh, okay. Because no taxation. A lot of people are mad about it. Yeah, so no taxation without representation was the motto of the Revolutionary War. I know. So we were mad at Britain. Right, so then people are saying the same thing about D.C. Yeah, but it's it's on D.C. plates. I know. Because it's like, yeah, America, but it's... Oh, I see. See? I thought it was everyone in D.C. being like, give us a state. No, it's on the plates because it's like the 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 theme of America, but it's ironic because it's on the DC plates where they literally don't have representation. See, and look, the definition of irony. I think I got it right that time. I think you did. If not, corrections corner next week. Something to look forward to. If not, someone write in because please, we're tired of just guessing and talking. Also, I can't. We're not tired of that. I like. (laughs) I don't know. We can move on. We've devolved into knowing absolutely nothing. No, I think Puerto Rico's, you know, put in their time. Oh, okay. And we take their money. Oh, yeah. I think it's weird that we have a U.S. territory. I think it's weird that we have any. It seems very like we're trying to compete with England in, like, the 1800s or something. Yeah, where's our flats? Where's our colonies? Where's our princes? Yeah, where's our princes is a good one. Man, I saw a video of William and Kate and Harry giving a speech about something, like helping children or some charity, and it was Harry mainly talking about it, and he was doing such a good job, and I felt so proud of him, and I was just like, oh man, you're doing great. That was We believe in you, Harry. Yeah. Stop dressing up as a Nazi, Harry. I think he has stopped that at this point. And now that he's 30. I like to think, okay, I had two thoughts about it. I was like, man, Kate has been such a good influence on both of them, you know, like, because I think it's someone their age they can hang out with and be cool with, you know? Like a friend. Both Harry and, and William. William. Uh, to like calm Harry down a bit and then also draw William out of his shell perhaps. And then I thought a crazy thing. And I was like, what if Harry and Kate were in love somehow? Or something horrible happened and they fell in love. I love that you have 
created a friendship for them in your head. They, no. And then. Dude, there's so many more videos of them all hanging, like, the three of them particularly go on trips all the time, all over the place. Well, they have to. I know, but, like, they didn't have real, like, close friends because they were royalty before, so now they have someone else who's it's, royalty with is them. Is it, are you saying it's Harry Moran Hermione and you're a bit of a H.H. shipper? No. I hadn't thought about that. But they do look like them. They do, right? <laughs> Kind of a lot. <laughs> There's the when um when Kate went to the Harry Potter studio tour at Leafson Studio outside uh-huh. of London. Highly recommend. Yes. It's my favorite of all the Harry Potter experiences I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, she when she went to the opening, there's a picture of her like flicking her wand. <sighs> And someone posted it on my Facebook and said that when they first saw the picture, they thought it was me. Did you die? I died. I would die. I was I was like, this is the best compliment I've ever received. I might have already shared the story on the podcast. I don't think so, but if so, it's so great we should share it yet I know. again. At always. Point. I'm Kate at the Harry Potter Studio Tour. Such a dream. With my beautiful like it was my hair. It was oh, my yeah, hair yeah. in the Your picture. Hair, and I was like, yeah. Kate's perfect hair you thought was mine. So excited. So Refinery 29 or Into the Gloss, they're always posting clickbaity stories about Princess Kate's beauty routine, and I cannot click fast enough. My computer catches on fire. And Yeah, no, yeah. I've I've I read all about her smoothie kick. <sighs> yeah. Such a kick, you know. Again, I feel like we've had this conversation <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, our sub-podcast, <laughs> British Royalty. Princess Kate. Princess Kate Forever. Yeah, no, we definitely did a segment where we talked about Princess Kate's And we talked regime. about the royal website, right? Oh, yeah, with, with the, no, the, blo- the, have... the, the tabloid blog, the, right? Yeah, that, like, has everything about every single royal, and then I talked about the Swedish royals. Yes. Yeah, this is all coming back to me. Yeah. Moving on. Someone at work shared billboard rage with me. Wait, because of our segment? Yeah. <gasps> he said, I've only listened, Bush, he's like, I've only listened to half of the episode, and I was like, that's a lot more than most people. You've done good work, son. I understand if you can't go on. And he said, billboard rage. Now explain it to me again. And he seemed a little confused, but then he was talking about a billboard that made him angry. Man, p- people being confused by our segments worries me. <laughs> does this not translate? I don't think it does, dude. Are you in any way, you are confused about that. Yeah, well, I'm like, billboard rage, it's rage about billboards. Yeah. No, when I said that, he seemed to, yeah. He and then he was like, like, oh, I've got, I have some billboard rage. Yeah. Right, so it's like the concept itself. Exists in the world. Yeah. We're doing a very bad job, job of, like, distilling it. what it is. Yeah. I just feel like you only have to listen to us rant about billboards for, like, a second and you get what it is. And yet so much of that episode was dedicated to ranting. I know. Well, we do a lot of ranting. I know. Speaking of. Yes? I want to talk about assault because our friend Donald Trump. Is he our friend? Did some locker room talk. He's a friend to no one. So Donald Trump. A friend to no one. Wait, what happened? No, I don't even remember. Oh my god. Okay, so ten years ago, he and Billy Bush were talking. Billy Bush, who was... Went back when I used Twitter. One of the first people I followed. Oh, wow. Because he was one of the only, like, Celeb celebrities yeah. using yeah, it. Yeah, you used to really like him, I remember. Yeah. Um, so How he... wrong I was. Well, I don't know. I mean... I mean, he's just a douchebag. Sure, everyone is. Like, I know. I feel like it's just a matter of time before everyone's incredibly terrible behavior will come to light. Right. It's true. And I feel like that's how it's been for a while. I was trying to explain this to another coworker of mine, where I was like... Yeah, no, no matter who you love, they've done something horrible that you will find out about, you know, relatively soon in your life. And then you won't be able to like everything they've done ever again. 
It's hard. It's a completely difficult, weird situation to find yourself in because there used to be so much less information about people. So if someone did something bad, it would have to be like really bad. And then you'd be like, oh, of course I'm not going to watch any more Woody Allen movies, blah, blah, blah. You know, but now it's like, oh no, everyone, that's why they say like your faves are problematic. Like everyone you love has done something terrible. Who says your faves are problematic? I feel like. That's like a Twitter thing. I'm being Alex. I like instantly know as soon as I start to ask the question that I'm being Alex. Well, wait, 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 what's this? What's, uh, your faves are problematic. I was listening to this podcast, Industry Podcast, and they were talking about Gimlet and the drama. Oh, yeah. And, but they, like, don't, they don't know that much about, like, consumer-facing podcasts. So they were saying that, they were talking about the drama and, like, definitely had a outsider perspective on it. Yeah. I was like, what? You guys haven't read the Reddit threads right so easy man reddit mobile has made reddit accessible to me yeah no it's so nice now the reddit website i still oh, yeah. find very confusing i still find way too nerdy for my like consumption abilities it's diff- it's but the mobile thing time. it's just like meh, 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 yeah. Meh, meh. yeah it's like reading a text thread with my friends mm-hmm. anyway they were saying that they were talking about the role of gimlet if you're a fan of a gimlet podcast do you care about gimlet and they were saying no, because it's consumer facing. So it's like, if you like The Walking Dead, like you're a fan of The Walking Dead, you don't care what the network is. Maybe at like a certain tier, but there's probably like three tiers of viewers. Well, I wanted like, to be like, I wanted to be like, except people who that, will watch Walking Dead, right. people who will watch, like, who will like Walking Dead and then go to the next tier, which is like, I'll watch any show by AMC because I trust them. They do good shows. And then people who are like, I'll only watch AMC shows. They're the best. Like crazy fans. CBS comedy. Yeah. Sure. Two and a half men. Keep going. You're so good. Other shows. Mike and Molly. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, but that one's like... So Big Bang, there's lots of Big Bang fans, but they don't like... CBS. Or Chuck Lohr, for that matter. Um... So they were saying that, and they were saying, like, this, you know, when you're, like, you listen to Reply All, you're not like, oh, what other Gimlet shows are there? And I'm like, Gimlet started with a show about Gimlet? So I think unlike maybe other networks, whether podcast, television, or otherwise, like, they do have a fan base that's about Gimlet because Alex has made himself a character in the narrative of podcasting. Sure. And there's, oh, oh, I bet you don't know about this yet. Zach Braff is playing him in a TV show about Gimlet. What? Yeah. Why are they making a TV show about Gimlet? Oh, they're making Star Wars a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Zach's going to play Alex. Yeah. I can see that. So. I'm down. Special treat for you. Uh, that is. No, that's. That, I I do love me some. Braffy TV shows. S- yeah, some Braffy. Uh, Ness out in the world. Braffing around. Braffing around. Yeah. Anyway. Billy Bush. Donald Trump. Billy Bush and Donald Trump um, were filming a TV show of some sort. I don't remember. Access Hollywood. Who knows they were, what? Yes. I can tell you what it was. Okay. Go ahead. The, um, the Access Hollywood, which is one of those dumb daily celebrity news shows that can't possibly have a market anymore because of the internet, but somehow. This was, you know, 10 years ago. Um, Trump was popular because of The Apprentice, and he was going to have... This was typical NBC crossover magic. So he was going to have a guest star spot on Days of Our Lives, which is the NBC soap. And so Access Hollywood was, like, filming Trump doing his 
his segment. And so this was, like, a day in the life of, like, Donald Trump being on Dates of Our Lives. And then he and Billy were talking when the cameras weren't rolling, but the microphones were still on. Which is always. Sure, always. Like, I worked in events. You always have your microphone on. Yeah, and you, like, I mean, it's awkward. You hear people go to the bathroom and stuff. Right. Like. We had that at the theater when I was doing community theater. Yeah. It's like you could hear people all the time doing everything. Yeah. Um, And the two of them engaged in some unpleasant conversation about uh donald trump said something about how he approaches married women or women just love him and he he, even, yeah he's he, well, like... he specifically referenced nancy odell mm-hmm. who was the co-host of actress hollywood right. and he was basically saying to billy like oh yeah i tried to like hook up with her and he describes assaulting her mm-hmm. that he like tried to kiss her he tried to make it happen he tried to like go all the way or like he like just like lewd references to clearly assault sure because she he even says like she didn't she wouldn't go for it mm-hmm. she was married yeah um, and then it devolves into like what he then later described as locker room talk where he's like showboating about how he does this to lot. lots yeah. lots of people um that he like because he's a celebrity you can ca- kiss whoever you want yeah and then he says you can grab women by the pussy. Yes. And I actually had only read the quotes. I didn't watch the video until, like, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was even more, like... Jarring. Yeah, like, watching it specifically was just... Because, I don't know. I think I'm kind of, like, dis... Um, what's the word? Disconnected? No. Desensitized. Ah, uh, desensitized. Yeah. Same syllable at the beginning. I think I, like, I've become desensitized to Donald Trump's heinous remarks. Sure. Um, one, I never watch, in general, any footage um, of any news, for that matter. Um, I read all of my news. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've even, like, I've never seen um, the news footage of the Twin Towers because like and that's like one of the first times I can remember actively avoiding footage and just reading uh, because I just get too like I'm highly sensitive um yeah stuff like that stays with me for a really long time yeah me too and so I can't watch like crime murder shows like criminal minds or anything yeah. like that so yeah this was one of the so I've like I'm used to reading like oh here's the crazy thing he said today oh here's sure. the crazy thing he said today oh here's a first town account of this weird speech he gave in like weird ass Pennsylvania you know, and so I read the comments and I was like, I read like the remarks and I was like, yeah, sure. And then when I watched the actual footage, which isn't like a tweet, right? Or a crazy remark in a speech. It's like, no, it's someone who thinks a they're private not being, conversation. Yeah. Um, and with someone who's like sort of laughing and like going along with it. Right. So yeah. And then, so this gets released. Right. And there's like, finally. Some level of outrage. Some level of outrage Although, from people who have been supporters. Like, I mean, still, even... like, quite a bit of, uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm here... I'm amazed yeah. at people's I'm comments. not here to, like, try to make sense of Trump's supporters. No, because it's hard to follow that. Yeah. I, I want to talk about ladies. Sure. Always. And respecting them. No um, one does. FYI. Right. Um. And... So, yeah. He, like... And then he's gone on to defend it and minimize it. Yeah. So he says, oh, that like, it's just locker room talk. This is how guys talk when no one else is around. Like, we don't actually assault women. 
And then, like, since then, all of these other women have come forward with stories about him trying to kiss him, kiss them. And something really amazing happened, too, I think. There's this prominent film critic named Devin Faraci who had a lot of enemies um, in general because he's kind of an abrasive guy. But he had a podcast on Earwolf called The Canon, and he was kind of, like, well-respected, blah, 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 blah. And he was the lead editor of, um, or the, yeah, the main editor of Birth Movies Death, which is this giant film blog. So he was tweeting about the locker room talk, blah, blah, blah. And this woman tweeted at him and said... Was he tweeting in, in what manner? Like, being like, this is the kind of man, like, this is a terrible man, I can't believe he would do these things. Like, okay. he's very anti-Trump. Uh-huh. And so he was like, this is the, like, how can you, like, the person who would say these things, blah, 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 or the person that would do these things. He's not just saying it, he's done it, and all this stuff. And this woman tweeted at him and said, this is so strange, do you remember doing this to me and grabbing me by the pussy ten years ago when we were out with our friends at a bar? someone he knows and and um she was like yeah you you slid your hand down my pants and then you pulled it out and asked everyone to smell it and in front of this huge bar and it it embarrassed me horribly and it was very invasive and he was like I don't remember this at all Uh, all I can say is I'm sorry that I was so vile blah 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 and then he stopped tweeting and it like blew up because everyone who ever had a problem with him or anything like like jumped on it. Jumped on it. Which is the wrong thing, I think. Like, that's not, like... If you have a personal problem with someone, that's not, like, the moment to air that. But everyone was like, see? Blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, if you're airing your problem with someone just to get attention, like, that's not the point of... Well, a lot of people were like, Devin finally gets his come comeuppance or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. For, like, because they had issues he, with him. Because he had a reputation of being kind of... A jerk or, like, getting into fights with people yeah. and all this stuff. So a lot of people, like, kind of used it to be like, see, never could trust this person. So anyway, so it turns out that he lost, like, his job at both the podcast and he was immediately removed wow. as the editor. Like, it, it, that was it. And no more. And basically, all I want to say to finish that story out yeah. briefly is that there was, like, two other people that also kind of, like, everyone was like, I've been too scared to say anything until now, but this person for also... Him. Not for him. Oh, you mean besides Trump? Bes- other people. No, no, besides Farachi. Like, other people were like, here's two other people in the film community that also I've had an issue with, and I've been too scared to say anything. So, it was, like, kind of this, oh, okay, like, now if we're telling our stories, it's like, you're not the only one. Like, you, right. this has happened to a lot of people, and... Yeah, which is why I think it's important to share stories, um, and, but I also understand why survivors don't. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, like, I mean, I can't, like, you have a short story. I do have a story about someone we went to college with. Yes. That I have debated whether or not I should contact him to talk about this since this all came up. And I kind of forgot about it for a long time. So yeah, so you were you were assaulted. Yes. At a party. I was. With close friends. Yes. Very close friends. My closest friends. Yeah. They were not there when it happened because right. that person made sure that no one was around when it happened. Yeah. But yeah. I was, well, yeah. I mean, we were young and um, there were many things I feel like that happened at those parties. Yeah, lots of things. Which, and I'm like, if you, like, w- w- if you're a naive group of responsible kids like us. Which we and all kids, were. kids, by the way, I mean, we were, well, I was like 23. You were a little bit younger. I was but it's not like, like 20, It's right? not like we, yeah. It's not like we were 16. I was trying to piece together the timeline of when this happened, and I think I was 20 when it happened, but I don't know. So you can only imagine what's happening with younger people, oh, right? No, we didn't start partying, we didn't start partying like this till we were 20-something. In, in, in our yeah. early 20s, um, and... We, like, I think, 
I mean, I know of a friend who was uh, hit mm-hmm. um, by her boyfriend. Yeah. At one of those parties. Mm-hmm. Again, in private. I, like, at one of those parties, felt maybe, like, I was, like, molested sure. in a very, like, subtle sort of way. No, it was always subtle, like, for the most part, except the being hit thing. Yeah, that's right. not so subtle. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I never, I never felt like, like, I never felt like my experience was sexual assault, but I think maybe, like, that's, like, that tends to be part of the problem with the narrative is this minimizing Minimizing, but then also the immediate thought, like, well, I wasn't raped in the conventional sense, right. so I don't get to, like, have that guilt, or I don't get to, like, take on that, like, I have a story, yeah. like, you know, and I mean, that's the thing I tried to say to someone else who was trying to defend Trump's comments. I accidentally got in a Facebook fight, of course, and... Man, it, like, all I want, like, I really, there's so many things I want to post about stuff I believe in on Facebook, but I actually don't have the emotional energy to deal, to actually have a discussion about it on Facebook. Yes. I'd be more than happy to sit down with anyone one-on-one. Totally. And have a conversation about political issues or otherwise. But you have to frame it correctly. But on Facebook, yeah. I just, like, it's really important to me to, like, use a public platform, because Facebook is a public platform, to put, like, the best, like, my best representation the best representation of the facts, the best representation of my faith, like, there, I feel this, like, immense pressure. Yeah. And also, like, I just don't have the emotional energy to mm-hmm. respond. And so it's kind of, like, I sometimes feel, uh, like, stunted or, like, cut off that I, like, I'm, like, oh, I, like, I want to. But this would be everything I have to do this. Right. I like, think about that a lot. Like, or I like, more post, than I have. Yeah, like, I'm, like, more than I have. I'm, like, I guess I could spend three hours a day on Facebook and then I have to be asleep the rest of the time. Yeah. With cats on me. So I tried to say this to someone who was minimizing it. He's, like, oh, then I guess, you know, no one can say anything if it's just some banter. And I was, like, no, every, every woman you know has a story that maybe doesn't add up to, like, full-on rape, but everyone has many stories of times that, like, things happen to them that don't quite make sense, they can't quite account for, they can't quite, like, they know it's wrong, but they don't know how to, like, say it or to talk about it, or, you know, I mean, everyone has many stories like this, and that's, like, only more coming to light now, I think. And I think, like, it's, I think every year it becomes more acceptable to talk about it. Yes. Um... In the, in the general sense. You know, each person has their own journey. And, like, you think about Cosby. Mm-hmm. And how many, how many victims and survivors, like, there are. Um, and how long they felt yeah. shamed or silenced or whatever. Um, and, yeah. Maybe it is status quo. But it's shitty and fucked up. And, I mean, it, like, I think what's so fascinating about kind of the drama, I was kind of surprised at how many people were outraged, because I was like, oh yeah, no, some people are total dicks, pun intended. Um, no, it's that's amazing. just the way the world is, like, is, oh, we're getting mad about it now? Yeah, I, I mean, know. great, I'm glad we great, are. finally, but um, I mean, it is surprising, because... Every other time someone has tried to tell a story about this or talk about it, it's like, oh, you're making a big deal out of it. That's just what happens. Well, and I think, like, I mean, 
There's this new documentary, too, on Netflix called Audrey and Daisy that's, like, about this very thing. And it's about these girls that were in high school, like, 16, when these horrible things happened to them. And pictures were taken, and people knew all about it. And it was this horrible, like, like they almost died. They were, like, blood poison with alcohol, basically. Mm. And the stories are just insane. And I was, like, I feel so... And that's what I kept trying to tell people is I was like, no, I've always felt lucky that I was never sexually assaulted, quote unquote. Like, I've always been like, man, right. that's amazing that I'm not one of the one in four women that's a statistic. Right. And yet, when and you look back with like a slightly different lens, it's like, oh, no, I've been harassed, right. assaulted. Like, I've been all of those things. Yeah. I've just never been like raped in the very, very. Yeah. Like, or me, like, and I think sometimes like. I mean, there's really awful ways to be raped, and then there's really, quote, normal ways to yes. be raped. Yes. And I think for those of us that have led a fairly privileged, privileged life as it is, um, it, it really does feel like the assault that we've experienced and the harassment we've experienced isn't, like, it's not fair to, yeah, to, to claim own it. it. Yeah. yeah. Because it feels like we're trying, like we're trying to like poster child, like yeah, exactly, or like or like I have a story. Well, I I mean, I do, but it's not like some. I've heard stories that are just in horrible, you know, and so it's hard to be like my experience matters too in the light of someone, you know, this girl having a blood alcohol content of one hundred and thirty four and passing out and being like gang banged by five guys, like you know, a sixteen year old. Like no, that's like a horrible thing that happened to you. Like that, my experience is not that bad. And there's and there's and I mean people. are affected by trauma in different ways and different have different thresholds of trauma. And, and so like what I'm learning, and I mean, I talk about trauma a lot in therapy Mm -hmm. and like my own sort of embarrassment or whatever about different kinds of assault. And it really is really difficult to talk about even in a situation where I'm with someone who like is the safest person. Right. Exactly. Um, And it still feels like, I haven't told John about most of it's these. Just, it still feels yeah. like I can't. I can't claim this, or I can't label it this way, or right. like I wasn't raped. You don't deserve to talk about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, so like earlier this week when we were talking about the party situation, your I, your your assault, right? When you were assaulted. <laughs> Hang on, let's refill. More wine is needed. More wine is needed when we talk about heavy things. <sighs> That's that's a new segment. Jingle. <laughs> I don't want this to be a segment. It's too too sad. Anyway, so like John had had said something like, "Oh, can you believe all this talk about you know Trump and whatever and text?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was trying to think about the the you know the time that that happened to me, and I think I was like 20." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, like this happened to me." And I, I totally, was grabbed by my pussy. Right, and I totally forgot about it. Yeah, so. But yeah, we were at this party and I was rather drunk and we were sitting on the front porch and I was sitting with a bunch of friends and then everyone else went inside and it was just the two of us and we were kind of like, I was fairly drunk. I don't know how drunk he was. I assume rather drunk as Probably. well. Probably. Like, I'm not trying to defend no, any, but I mean, anyone I just... who who does um, assault mm-hmm. another person, but I feel like often, yeah, people are very... Sure. And I've tried to remember what we were talking about beforehand because I just remember, like, feeling afterwards like I couldn't talk about it because I somehow, like, of course, brought it on myself. Well, yeah, you're trying to figure out, like, what, like, where were the signs leading up to this? Sure. And, I mean, we were kind of flirting and kind of, like, chit-chatting in a flirty way. And, um, 
we were, I think we were talking about like sexual preference or something of the sort. And he was like, well, do you like this? And touched like the top of me. And then he was like, or this and like stuck his finger in me. And I was like, oh, and like pushed his hand away. And I was like, uh, like not sh- And I don't remember what happened. Like, I know nothing more happened about it, but I don't remember what I said next. Right. I don't remember like anything else about the interaction except being like, oh, that is weird, but I don't, like, maybe that's okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, I don't think I should tell, I'm not going to tell anyone about this for a while. I don't know. Like, I didn't have, I was very drunk. I don't remember what I thought. Right. But I was just like, oh, shit, like, that's not what I intended to have happen at that moment in any way, shape, or form. So, that was a weird thing. And then, I don't know. I don't know that, I don't remember telling you about it. Like, do you remember me telling you about that? Or do you remember, like, anyone talking about it? I remember it? you telling me, but probably not for years. Like, you didn't tell me, like, When it then. happened. No. Yeah. Even though I think you were there. Like, I think... Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think a bunch of people I knew were there. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you. I mean, neither no, of us could tell you which party it was. I mean, there was, no. there was like, a good six-month period where we were <laughs> at that one house with Parting that group of people sure. getting super drunk. Right. And I still... Super drunk for our age. I mean, I feel oh, like... Well, we had like three, what, three ciders? I don't know. <laughs> like, no one was, no one was blackout drunk and... Right. I feel, I mean, the, like, it was during that era that I was blackout drunk, like, the one time I've been blackout drunk in my life. Um, but, like, we were young and new to drinking and... I feel like we looked out for each other, though. Yeah, like, no, we everyone did. Everyone was careful, like, and we always congratulated well, you know ourselves. know me. I'm like... Miss careful, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, but I feel like everyone still was very much like it's so great that we have this great group that we can do these things together with. Yeah, exactly, and and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not like oh look at the you know look how you can't believe in anything. No, I'm saying if this is what's happening in a like officially safe place, yeah. like like I now like that same house I now babysit at. No, once a week. Like yeah. it like it I've is, been there. Like, like it is our community. Yeah. Like and, and so if that kind of stuff is happening to us in those situations. Oh no, I still I still like I can't even imagine with what's, this person. I can't like, even I, imagine what's happening elsewhere. No, I know. I like we're still Facebook friends. Like I still uh, you know, comment on their posts now and then. And I've debated whether or not I should even bring this up with them because What would you like why do you want to? Because you, I want you him want to acknowledge him to, it. You want that him it to happened. know that because you we're not even sure if he knows it happened, right? Given his behavior in other situations, I feel like it's predatory enough that he probably knows that he did this thing. Okay. Given what I know of his other of the other things that have happened. Okay. So like, okay. So. But we, I want him to know that I remember. Okay. And that you want him to know that you know you were assaulted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that he didn't quote get away. Get, with get away it. with it. Yeah. yeah. No. It wasn't and I think, a like, consensual experience. And I think and I know like that. I think that's a totally fair desire and I think like it would be very brave of you to seek out that resolution I don't even know if resolution is the right word but like you know and I don't even know what that looks like I don't know if it looks like sending an email that's like hey remember that time that you assaulted me yeah like just, well, just like hey question. no no it's not even a question right you're just like hey um it's important to me to um, make sure that you know that you assaulted me back in, you know, I'm 2005 or whatever it was. Right. And um, the reason I have hesitated now that I've, like, thought of this idea of doing it is I've seen what happens to other people who, who try and, you know, confront in some way these people that do things to them. 
and they are victim blamed and they are shamed and all of these things. And I'm like, I don't know that I can handle someone being like, that didn't happen. Right. You wanted it. Like whatever it is that I can imagine him saying, which I, I could very easily imagine him right. saying that it was, no, no, that was consensual. You, you asked, like, you know, I don't know. And yeah, no, like it's, yeah, no. And I totally, which to is why, that. which is why it would be a like super brave thing to do it. And also we don't have to do the brave thing. No. Because the other alternative is, oh, I have to take care of myself. Oh. And maybe taking care of myself means, is, not. means keeping quiet about my assault or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's, like, I totally understand why survivors do that, too. When it was coming to light about a couple different other people in the film critic circle, I messaged a couple of the people privately and was like, hey, I know who you're talking about and something happened to me, too, with this person, which is a different person, a different situation. And, they, and I was like, I, I'm too scared still to talk about what happened. And they, You messaged with people about... About that other person. Like, about the incident. Because they were like, oh... So you had had assault incidents. Or you had had... I had a... Uh, shady incidents. Yeah, like a harassment. Harassment. Slash, like, it's... You felt uncomfortable. A harassment, I would say. Definitely a harassment incident. You felt uncomfortable. You felt like... Very There was a situation in which you chose to escape because you were afraid that it was going to... Um, I didn't escape fast enough, but yes, I wish okay. I had. So... Um, but in the end, yes, I messaged these people and I was like, Hey, this is my story. I'm so glad you were able to share your story. I'm not able to share my story because I'm still afraid, Mm -hmm. but thank you for speaking up. And I know what you're going through. And I know like it it did happen, like, you know, because something similar happened to me and they were like, you know what? Support comes in many different ways and it doesn't mean you have to speak publicly to lend support. Every single one of them was like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Um, you were heard, you were seen, like, so affirming and so positive. And they were like, I don't, a lot of them were like, I don't have skin in the game, so I'm able to comment on this. And um, I'm happy to do that for all these people that, like, are too scared to talk to still about this. Yeah, and I, like, so I read a blog post um, about about someone's um, relationship in which they had, like, a lot of pain. And they were basically like, I want to speak out about this issue that created pain in our relationship. And it like struck a chord with me specifically personally. And it's something that I like, I'm not ready to talk about. I'm not ready to deal with the consequences of talking about it. Right. But I emailed her and was like, thank you for writing this post. And then there was like a short paragraph, like sort of dipping into what my experience had been. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I felt so much, like, relief and community when I read her post that I wanted to write this email. But, like, I actually started the email two or three times thinking that I would write this really long thing. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't even do that. Yeah. So I sent, it, I sent a short thing. And she wrote back this really great reply, which was, like, it really helps me to hear that from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that to know that there's someone else that's enduring the same pain. Sure. Um, and... Then she spoke to specific things that I wanted to connect with her on. I was like, yes. Like, I felt in my heart, yes, me too. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can't talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's too hard to, like, relive that trauma. Yeah. And so, like, I totally, like, I totally understand why people are quiet. No, absolutely. And. It's really hard to process. And yeah. It's extremely difficult to try and, like, find any kind of peace on. Right. So speaking of harassment, oh so the, all God. of this is going on, right? Like Trump is a, is 
an asshole and it all it like brings up all sorts of like trauma you know post post traumatic yeah like post traumatic processing um and today our friend christy who's a fucking hero like spoiler alert um hang on let me find the text messages so she texts us this morning. She's at Starbucks getting coffee for her employees because she's the best boss ever. Mm-hmm. So she's at Starbucks and she's waiting for the drinks to come up, you know, like when everyone stands around awkwardly and you mentally are like counting how many, how many people drinks, are in front of yeah. you just to make sure like they don't screw it up and like give you someone else's drink or like, you know, some lady doesn't take your drink. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole stressful ordeal. So... She says she's she's standing there waiting for the orders, and there's an older guy who's in his mid-60s, and he's standing hanging out, too. Maybe waiting for his order, maybe just being an asshole. And he talked to three separate younger women. So when she says younger, I'm thinking, like, 20, 20, early 20, 25, yeah. Maybe college age, probably. Um, and he's, she describes, she says harassing them, um, commenting on their looks, asking where they go to school, um... To one girl, he made a really insulting comment about her age, which I'm guessing if Christy described... Christy is, like, the, the nicest, like nicest most, most polite person ever. Person. Like, most... Like she For her a to good, even be, like, it was harassment, it must have been over. Yeah, when she says like, a really insulting comment about her age, I'm guessing it was a, like, sexually overt comment about her legality. Yeah. If I were to read into Parts Christy, this. which I feel like, you know... Of our 15 years of being friends, I feel pretty good at, like, understanding when Christy's, like, really making a dig. Yeah. He he gave an insulting comment. Sexual harassment. Right. Okay, so, um, so this is going on, and Christy, like, has enough. Right? She's like, this, like, this guy is a criminal. Yeah. Um, and so she steps in, which I'm like... I can't believe it. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I'm so in awe because I don't, like, I'm not sure if I've ever been in a situation like that where I've chosen not to. Like, I can't remember for sure. But I definitely, on a regular basis, I'm like, I wish Christy was here. She would know exactly what to say in this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's so good at, like... Handling. She's so good at handling and she's so good at communicating on the spot. Yes. In a whereas uh, I'm like in three, a polite way. Three months later, I'm like I have the perfect thing yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm to like that guy. later in my journal, I'll write some really genius stuff about this. Yeah. Um. So she interrupts and she says, "Sir, please stop bothering them. Women don't appreciate comments like that, and you're making us all feel uncomfortable." Very innocuous. Which is like perfect thing to say. Perfect thing to say. Accurate. Um. And it's firm. It's non-apologetic. It's saying... Message across. It's saying, call to action. Please stop. Why? It makes us feel uncomfortable. We do not appreciate it. I feel like that landing page would convert it 100%. Oh, yeah. No. Sign me up. Yeah. Please stop. Yes. Click. CTA button. Unsubscribe from all. Second level CTA. Everyone's uncomfortable. We're all fucking uncomfortable. Um... So then so, what okay. happens? Did the guy so back then, down? And so then, was really cool and I chill? wish that was the end of the story where we just get to like revel Baskin. in how badass our friend is and pretend it was us and be like, oh, Christy's like the best. a shiro. Yeah. Was what you said. I did. And I said badass. But both of us use more exclamation points than or legally letters. necessary. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, this guy doesn't just shake, like put his tail between his legs and wander away. 
which is the best I could hope for. Sure. What he should actually do is apologize. Uh-huh. No, no, he chose neither of those things. Mm-hmm. He walked up to Christy and got in her face. And again, for Christy to say this, this it means he was so physically one close. Inch away from her yeah. nose. That means he was so physically was pushing close her that over. she felt threatened. Yeah. And he yelled. And he said, what cunt? You jealous? Which I can't even. I cannot even believe Which, that. Which, it shouldn't matter, but Christy is super hot. Yes. Like, it shouldn't matter, but, like... <laughs> She's but, not jealous of anyone, yeah, by the it, way. Like, like, no, no. like, I, well, and also, like, really, like, is he, like, really making a judgment call? Like, the that, younger girls versus yeah. Christy? Because sure. I'm like, sir. And then he said, you can't take a joke? That's because you're too stupid and jealous and old to get attention from men. So many insults. All in one tiny sentence. Like yeah. a little, like a little package with a little bow. Because that's what Some he thinks sizzle. of women. Some sizzle. <laughs> My audience. Yeah, literally. Landing pages and sizzle. Get them while they're hot. <laughs> Second level CTA is looking pretty good. She is just. I'm telling you our other podcast is really going to land. Oh my god. Ding page. And she, she doesn't, he doesn't stop, right? He's just like laying into her. When you're my age, you tell me what to do. In the meantime, shut your fucking mouth. He's yelling this in the middle of a crowded Starbucks, by the way. So wow. Everyone is watching. So right? Abigail, it is a who, crowded Starbucks. Who stepped in to save Christy? By Who's, the way, did we say Starbucks enough times? Yeah, Starbucks did. This happened at a Starbucks. I don't and know if you got I that. And I get that it can be loud at a Starbucks, because like the Frappuccino. Everyone needs their salted caramel mocha. I get it. But not loud enough that someone's screaming. Can I get one of those right now? I mean, we can leave as soon as you're done telling a story, so... As soon as we're done defending womankind, it's we can go get some treats. in here, I swear. Well, just, just, um, so who stepped in to save Christy? No one. No one. What? And, like, here's the thing. I get, like, I, so, I was in a situation, a similar situation, well, I was in a situation, I was at a, um, Korean, like, massage spa. Okay. And an oh, older man screamed <laughs> So I, no, so I'm, so it's like a, it's like a room with probably 20 beds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a clothes on foot spa situation. Sure. In the, and it's like a nice dark and there's fountains that distract from the street noise, etc. You can hear the bell when someone walks in the door, which is great. Every door should have a bell. Noted. Well, one time I was in a nope. office. New story. <laughs> You're already three stories deep away from the other story. That is, like, all I do. It's just, like, we both do it. And so Whenever mom, I add the podcast, it's just, mom. like, oh, curbing, curbing. <laughs> Wait, let's get back to Christy, because we're missing Wait, out. Wait, let me just, no, let me just tell the story about the yelling man. <laughs> so I'm, like, in the zone. Someone's rubbing my feet. It's the best day ever. Heaven. Because, well, when you have arthritis. I get like, it. You're ill. Shaming. You're the sick. one who says I feel sick like every 30 seconds. I do feel sick. I know. I'm going to get you some bread. All right. I'm laying down in the zone. Someone's rubbing my feet. It's great. I hear the bell ring. This guy says, Do you have any openings? Really oh, aggressively God. loud. Oh, I hate that guy. And um, and the woman says, No, I'm sorry. We're all full. <sighs> Good for her. And Shiro. And there was like three of us there. Sure. There's 20 beds, right? And she I'm can like, tell. She does. She knows well, an Etsy convo when clear, she sees one. It's clear when he continues to yell that he's some sort of recurring offender. Offender, yeah. yeah. And so he says, what? You're saying 
All of those beds are full in there. Yeah, businesses are allowed to refuse any customer. Yeah. So. And um. And he says, "Is there someone who speaks English? I want to talk to someone who speaks English. Fucking English. I don't even speak English, right, sir? I if you want, like, go, go to massage and be and pay a hundred dollars. If you want a twenty dollar massage, you come where there's a language barrier, and also you get to experience another culture and maybe widen your worldview." Jesus. I'm sorry that my soapboxes are all over the place. Oh wait, no, I'm not. Anyway, we're gonna, uh, get, ulti- we're gonna get interrupted by the ultimate soapboxer here in a bit. So okay. Anyway, he yelled so much. He kept going and I, and she just kind of like, I could just hear her like dealing, dealing and just kind of like handling. Like she yeah. wasn't, she wasn't telling him no, she, you know, she was, she was telling him you can't be here, yeah. but she wasn't saying like, I'm going to call the cops, which is how I felt. I was like in the bed. I was like laying You're like bed. dialing 911. I was, 911 so, with I was like, yeah, I was like, I felt so like in Trapped. the zone. No, I was like. Should I go out there? Like, to deal. I, like, I was like, how can I, like, ally? How can I, as the only English speaker in this building besides this asshole, like, tell him to fuck off? Why didn't you just be like, go away? Well, it was far enough away. Oh. But, yeah. Like, he could, like. I would have, like, a coward behind no, a curtain there's like, like, no, go there's, away. There's, like, a, there's, like a, like, a curtain and drywall between us. Um, But, yeah, no. And I wanted to be, like. And then I wanted to, like, tell them, like you need to call the cops next time. But I was like, they're, they, like, they there's no way I, know. well, and there's no way I can communicate that. But even when he left, he revved his engine aggressively, like in the car, like in the parking lot that I could hear it all the way back on the bed. That'd be funny. And I was like, ugh. So anyway, I imagine this guy's like that, like Christie's guy and the spa guy. And, um, so he tells her to shut her fucking mouth. She's at Starbucks. No one comes to help. I guess they're too busy blending ice. No, she said everyone was watching. Well, yeah, of course everyone. Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone in the I'm sure everyone in the store was watching. I can't. I mean, I can't account for a barista stressed out. But yes, it is like uh, no, someone's screaming three feet away from yeah, me. Yeah, no, You're aware of it. Starbucks should have absolutely stepped in. Stepped in. Absolutely. And I don't know. Like I don't. Like, I was shocked sh- that someone wasn't like, "Hey, like we don't like let's all keep it down." Like nothing. Like no one said anything. Right. I and, can't believe. That. And I wonder like, what kind of training exists for that sort of thing? Like I'm sure you have de-escalation. Sh- Go to downtown LA. De-escalation is like the number one training thing. <laughs> you come in there as like a regular person. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, okay, you're all right." Like, no. Well, but that's the thing in downtown LA. It's like homeless people and people with mental illness. Me. Looking for drinks. Well, yeah. We tell her to report it. Yeah. But guess what? It's not even over. What happens then? He's like, you want to take this outside? I can't imagine that. Like, an old man to, like, a lady? Like, what? I don't know how she didn't, like, get back him. him, She described him, uh, like, Like an average rich dad. A rich dad with a Lexus. Yeah. Um, And so he says, do you want to take this outside? And she says, you know what, sir? Have a good day. And she walks out. Um, and I think she thought by, like, leaving... She was ending She it. was ending it. But, but he, no. But he followed her out. Which I can't believe nobody followed out to, like, watch... To be like, to oh, be no, like, I hope he doesn't, like... Kill her. Stab her. Yeah. And he says... And here's the part where, if you're playing the sexual assault drinking game at home... You're really gonna get bingo you're on gonna, this one. Yeah, you're gonna take a bunch of shots. So then... Pick up your shot glasses, folks. Because he says... <sighs> You don't have a penis. You have no right telling me anything. Truly stunning behavior. You don't have a penis? 
I, people think that. This dude thinks that. Like, well, people think yeah, that. yeah, no, and that's, like, and then you said that. It's so true. It's, like, oh, everyone thinks this. He just said it. Yeah, no, literally, like, I said earlier, I was, like, I can't wait for that generation to die. I can't. Like, what the hell? I, so I listened to this, so I'm listening to this podcast about this murder. It's, like, some serial, like, adjacent podcast about the murder of this girl named Beth Avery or something in Ohio in the 70s. Um, and the journalist has been looking at that period of time. And apparently that's like the most, like the most serial murders Uh happened like in this, like one particular decade compared to like ever since. Uh And she was talking to a behavioral psychologist or a uh, profiling detective, which is essentially the same thing. Sure. Um, And why, like, why was this going on? Didn't, I heard one theory that it's because of men raised by World War II. Yes, that, that's yeah. what this was. Did you listen to this? No. You I just, just heard it somewhere I just read, else. It, okay. read an article about this. Yeah, this, this was the first time I'd heard this theory, but it was like, well, we're raised by parents, and especially fathers, who had been at war, and therefore, and I mean, both of my grandfathers served. Yeah. So, yeah. My um, grandparents did, too. Right. And so, like, the majority of children in the baby boomer generation, were raised by parents who may be suffering PTSD. And Definitely who, And who know? Well, no, 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 no. You can't diagnose everyone. Wow, well, all right. You don't just automatically have PTSD. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, everyone, everyone experiences trauma in a different way, so. My dad has a double whammy because he was raised by someone who did, but then also he suffered a violent episode, mm-hmm. like where his store was held hostage by people with assault rifles, yeah. and he was asked to choose like which of the employees to shoot, basically. Something like that happened, so. He didn't have to, and they all ended up being okay in the end, but like... But yeah, it's a traumatic experience. Right, and then when and I was then... a little kid, I was like, why does my dad wake up yelling, and my dad like think things are happening that are not happening, yeah. and... Like, why is he so confused about all these horrible things that have never happened? Right. But I was just um, like, oh, dads just yell. That's what they do. So, yeah, I mean, there, like, yeah, there's this theory that there were so many serial killers because they were raised. By people with unprocessed trauma. Yeah. Or they were, ra- they were raised by shitty parents. Yeah. And maybe the parents were shitty because they had psychological conditions or mental illness. That may have been caused by World War II. So someone was saying that, like, oh, we're going to see a whole new crop of serial killers then from the wars that have gone on lately. Well, except that there's way less soldiers. Yeah. And no one's drafted. So the people who are soldiers are more likely to be vetted properly. Obviously, I don't know. Obviously, Did with Bo Bergdahl, yeah, no, obviously, right? Like, obviously, with Bo Bergdahl, people <laughs> fall, people fall through on. the cracks. Yeah, but in general, they're not in this desperate need for soldiers, so there is a better processing. Yeah. Again, on the West Wing, <laughs> Josh's PTSD is being processed. Josh, oh, my love, man. Yeah. If there is ever a Josh, my love, it's a, Josh, my love. Yeah. It's like sometimes I forget how much. He, like, speaks to me. Oh, yeah. Not even in a... And, and I always... So this has been, like... Well, I've always been a Sam Seaborn no, girl exactly. myself. Well, and I've so. been thinking, well, you and Kate love Sam. Yeah. And, um, Why do you think that is, if you had to diagnose? Like, why you love Sam and I love Josh? Yeah. Like, what is it? Well, I mean, we like different men in real life, too. <laughs> like, it's not that surprising. 
I know, but they, like, are different in the show, too. Well, okay, so Sam, in the last few episodes, has been, like, obsessing about his words, and he's like, I need another polish, or, like, this, it's not sitting right. Pull it back from the, pull it back from the press. I need to rewrite this speech. And I'm, and this, like, that scene has replayed several times through different episodes, and I'm like, oh, Sam, being such a Sam. And I'm like, this, like, I'm like, uh, and it, like, reminds me how much you love him. Oh, and yeah. so I don't know if it's, like, the idiosyncrasies. Uh-huh. Where you're just like, where you're just like, isn't it so funny how weird he is about words? And I'm like, I'm like, it is funny. It doesn't make me want to bang him. Yeah. Well, it's everything. He's so good at everything. But Josh is so funny. Josh is funny, but Sam is like so idealistic. Okay, but Josh is funny. And then also like the smartest man in the room. After Leo McGarry. Toby, please. Toby's smarter than him. Easy. Josh, Sam, sexual assault. How did we get on the West Wing? I don't know. <laughs> what else have you got for us? I don't know how we got on West Wing, but I will say Christy contacted Starbucks corporate and yep. reported the incident. And because, again, she's a hero. And they responded, and then they said they were so sorry what sort had happened and when, um, and... And I also tweeted about it, so that'll probably bring a great amount of change. Well, yeah, no, you, you have quite the platform. I got four likes and two retweets. Did anyone tweet at you Billboard Rage? No. So, I guess the platform... Let plat- me check really quick to see if anyone tweeted the, at me. The platform of podcast listeners. Gabon, we're waiting for you. Also, Netherlands. No, Netherlands has been a consistent listener. I think there's there's at least two. I think there's a whole group. I like to imagine that it's some sort of book club, but instead of the book, it's our podcast. <gasps> what? Nether- yeah. Netherlands, we're coming on tour. Do we want to, like... Say something about sexual assault? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can... I will say, oh, so there's this podcast, My Favorite Murder, which is my favorite murder podcast. It is, it is. Uh, I love my murder ladies. They're amazing. Uh, Georgia and Karen. Yeah, Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. And their fans are amazing, too, because they make, like, fan art. Yep. And fan art is all I want. From the internet. When I was Someone watching- did such a good one today of a gif of them driving in a car with rain, and then, like, lightning would light up, and there was some, like, a creeper in the back seat. It was really good, and Elvis was in the front seat, too. It was amazing. <sighs> Elvis the cat. Yeah, it was really good. I, when I was watching The West Wing, I was like, I want the people from my favorite murder Facebook group to make me fan art- About West Wing. About West Wing. Can you imagine? Lemons, like, Lemons, Lemons? Well- That's you. This- You're on Lemons, Lemons. <laughs> No, I'm not, like, in a group. You know me. I try to fangirl on my own. Uh, I still love fangirl. Fangirl on my own. Oh, I don't oh. like to band together with the other groupies. I like to lurk and like their posts on Facebook. Cool. Anyway, um, they have this... The One thing that I feel like they've been trying to um, reinforce over and over again um, is they say, fuck politeness. Mm-hmm. And it's so many, um, so many of the stories they tell these murder situations, it's happen. like happen and Someone's the perpetrator to, like, the right thing. or murderer or whatever is creepy and someone feels creeped out, but they like still keep talking to them. They like, the murderer is banking on the fact that people will be kind and polite. And, yeah. Like, so they're like, I really need a ride. A and you're like, this feels like a bad idea, but I'll get someone to be a ride. Yeah. I don't know how to get out of this. Or like, you might say like, I'm not sure. And then they kind of get accusatory. Like, what Why? kind? Are you blah, jealous? Blah, blah. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus. So they, so they constantly talk about how like, the, like in every story they tell 
they'll point out like where like you don't someone have to be wrong. polite. Yeah. Not, not no, because that that's victim blaming to say someone went wrong. Well, no, but, but it's like like, like but, you don't have you to know, like let the situations. person indoors. Yeah, and you don't have to like take them for a ride and. Right. It's okay to, like, draw boundaries, even if it makes you feel like you're being And it's okay to act, like, if you're being harassed. Yeah. Like, if someone's, like, catcalling or whatever, you can ignore it. And then if they say, like, what? You don't want to look at me? You think you're too good for me? Still ignore it. Like, you don't, or you can say, fuck off. And, um. Which I did to the man shouting at me about the canoe paddle. Do it. Canoe paddle my ass. Mm. I said, fuck off. And John was like, why'd you yell at the homeless guy? And I was like, are you kidding me? And you're like, because he was sexually harassing me. Yeah. Like, it's, like, and that, like, that's He the was thing. so surprised, though. The homeless man, he was like, but you'd like it. Like, so, <laughs> just trying to, like, offer me some helpful... And you're like, you can believe that. Like, you can have your own feelings and opinions, but you don't need to communicate them to me. No. You, like, you do not have the right to do that. And it's the same thing with, um... People, like, telling you to smile. Like, does this happen to you, like, when you're, like, in a uh, store? And it's it like, used to. Smile! It used to. Yeah, so that happens to me. Now I just, I, like, I, like, don't engage anymore. I've trained myself out of that one. I, like, won't even, like, give a weak smile. I'll be like, huh. I just, someone, I, I smile because it's, like, the easy out. No, sure not because I Not because I, like. I'm being told to. Right. Right, but, but it is But, I mean, weird. I dated someone who would tell me that. That's freaky. And, like, it kind of bothered me, but at the same time, I was like... It's like, stop controlling my fucking body. Like, and, and in the end, I was like... I saw somebody give a really good answer where they were just like, you should bare your gums and, like, go towards them. Be like... <laughs> like, just make the creepiest smile they've ever seen and be like, like this? And I was like, that's such a good answer. And, like, in discussion, it was more about, like, supposedly more about the sentiment, like... Smiling means this. And I'm like, okay, first of all, if you're a stranger and that's why you're saying it, you don't get to care how I face the world. But if you're someone you're dating, it's also don't say smile more. No. It's trying to control me. Yeah. It's. Oh, I did have an incident with Alexa when we were at women.com where we were walking up a hill and um, a little old man was coming down the hill and he stopped us and we were like, what's happening? And he was like, did you two know it's illegal? And we were like, what? And he's like, for two beautiful women to be walking along like this today. And I was like, oh, you're so funny. And as we walked away, I was like, well, I'm not going to tell a 90-year-old man to fuck the fuck off. Right. And, like, and, and, and that's I was like, he doesn't mean anything. He's, he's being, right. He's, like, a nice old man. He's, he's just, not leering. No, he was just being cute. Like, yeah. It was a different vibe. Right. And, like, and I, and, and, and there is a lot of nuance to that. And I feel like a lot of people. case-by-case case thing. Right. And a lot of people who commit harassment or even assault feel like they're just being that little old man. Right, but they're not. Right. They're, like, hiding under the guise of being that little old man, but that's not what they're doing. And because we've been so scarred by... Every interaction. Right, all of these other times where we have been harassed and that sort of thing, then we're hypersensitive about someone telling you you're beautiful, that's a 90-year-old man. Right. Or someone you're dating saying, I love your smile. You suddenly recoil and you're like... Why are you trying to value me by my smile? Because you have all this, like, scar tissue. Sure. Like, anytime anyone tells me they like my smile, I'm like, stop trying to make me smile! Right. Even though that's probably not what they're doing. But who's to say? Everyone's a danger. Wow. Well, this this went off the rails. (laughs) But I hate seeing the world that way. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to make a comment about fuck politeness. And here we are. Absolutely. The world sucks, town. I know, and it's sad. An upbeat. Upbeat closing. (laughs) Well, listeners, you can find us on iTunes. Wait, no, joke life moments. Oh, 
joke life moments. Um, I was sexually assaulted and never remembered it until like this. That's not a joke life moment. Oh, okay. That's a that's a feature top of the fold story. All right, joke life moment. Um, no matter what I do, I am nauseous all the time, and I'm not pregnant, and I'm just a sick person. That's, that's just a complaint. I don't know. Like our listeners, I don't know what our segments are. You know this one. Joke life moment. What's your joke life moment? Moment. When I was driving here tonight, I was in some traffic, and I don't let myself use my phone when I'm driving. Good for you. Yeah, I try to not use my phone. Um, but in my new truck, I've got this nice table, essentially, between me and the passenger seat. So I've taken up writing when I'm stuck in traffic. Jesus. Um, because my brain is always full of things and I gotta get them out. out. Yeah. You know, it's like the pensive. Sure. Some pensive sound effects. I hope the podcast picked those up. Yeah, really lost on the, the <laughs> listeners, but sure. Anyway, um, so I was doing that, pensieving while I was driving. Made myself car sick. Oh. Joke life moment. Uh, What's your joke life moment? Uh, my joke life moment would be that I went to the bank to get some uh, money for our couch guy a week or two ago. And Cashes. cash for the couch guy. Cash money. And I went in and it was like the first of the month or something. And I was very surprised to see so many people there. And I was like, what's going on? I felt so confused and like, very confused. Um, and so I get my cash or whatever. And I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, what are all these people doing here? And he's like, oh, it's the first of the month. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, well, you know, rents or paychecks. And I was like, oh my goodness. I'm so, uh, of course. I can't believe like, you didn't know that. Well, I was very confused. And then um, the guy is like, I don't know, whatever, talking to me about cash. He's like, how do you want it? And I was like, well, I'll take this amount and then I'll have a little extra. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, you know, just walking around money. And he's like, okay. And I was like, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. He's like, here's your money. Goodbye. And now all I do is talk about walking around Walking around money. money. I had some walking around money because I bought Christy some beers that I put on my credit card. Mm -hmm. Scam number one. Scam number one. And then she paid me back in cash. Best scam of life. Yeah. I learned it from I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. You've seen that episode, right? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, and That's I where I learned about money. <laughs> right? I tell people about it all the time. I'm like, no, no, Lucy. Lucy taught me about scams. I also learned about it on Reality Bites, because she does that. She buys people's gas, and then they give her the cash with her credit, her dad's credit card. That's how she gets money. Oh, she's like a high schooler. She's like college or something. Um... Yeah, so I put it on my credit card, and then Christy gave me cash, and I was like, ooh. Money. Like, 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 Gilders. Um, Scrooge, like Scrooge McDuck mm-hmm. with my two $20 bills. Yeah. Cash! Um, and then I had to open a new checking account with this credit union that I got my auto loan through. They're my new favorite people, by the way, because they're like, here's all the money you could ever want. Yeah, whatever. Sure, sign here. Oh, okay. Anyway, in order to open the checking account, which was required in order to get the auto loan, I had to put down money. I was like, oh, one second. And I, like, dig in. And I'm like, here's my walking around money. <laughs> and I handed over my two Chris treasured $20, Chris $20 bills. bills. Yeah. The end. 
All right, we are the Two Girls Talking Podcast. I'm Abigail. I'm Amanda. We're two girls. Talking. Dot club. That is our website, twogirlstalking.club. You can find us there. You can submit your joke life moments there, and we'd love to hear them from wherever you are, whatever your joke life moment is, be it small or mighty. You can also find us on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes, and we're looking for reviews. Positive um, ones. <laughs> No, I, it's okay. It's I mean, negative. whatever, yeah. We like feedback of any kind. Yeah, we just want to improve. You know, we're trying here. Teach yeah, us. or make fun of you, whatever. Get off my back, whatever. Um, we would love reviews. We're coming up on our 20th episode, um, and we're, we're planning something <gasps> pretty We're planning something pretty special. We are. Um, and reviews are going to play into that, so. Probably like a, I don't know, I don't even want to say because I don't want to get people's hopes up. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Also, if you are a listener in another country, could you please message us? Please. We, we want to know. We want to know we, everything like, about you. Like, maybe we want to have you on the show, but if that scares you, you it's don't okay, have you don't to. It's okay, you don't have to. We just, this we is just, our best chance at a meet cute at this point, and so we're just really looking for, like, but even pen pals, if, friends, yeah, anything. Yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up. Good on, on, we're on, looking at you. On Netherlands. Anybody, really. On the website, twogirlstalking.club. Canada. Canada's real big. Ooh. Yeah, we're, we're huge in Canada. Well, I'm nice. really excited about our international tour. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So, uh, do yeah. we say all the things? Reviews, ratings, tell your friends. Tell your friends, is something you've been, you've been telling people to do, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, depending on how good of a friend you are. Also, do you guys feel like it's annoying if we say this at the end of every podcast? Sometimes people... Oh. Well, sometimes people on podcasts, they give disclaimers before they ask for reviews. Sometimes they're like, we need reviews or else we'll die. Other times they're like, we know it gets really annoying, but I figure it's just kind of like the credits. Like, you know, when the podcast is over, you can end if you don't want to hear me or about our website. Everyone's already stopped listening. I mean, if you stopped listening, you would have missed our subtle announcement about the 28th episode, but you know. And also our announcement of our international tour, apparently. I'm so excited about our international tour! I know, it's going to be so great. It's going to be so great. We're starting in Iceland, so look for that info sometime in 2020. Yeah, and also contact us so we can come to your country. Because that's probably the only way. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, anyway. All right. I guess that's it. Well, now we get to go find food, right? Yeah. Scavenge. Yes. All right. Bye. From out of space. Was in a place prepared for me. The great big ice cream sundae from out of space. I stuffed my face. It was free And when I was finished Its its size was not diminished The great big ice cream sundae From out of space It was in a place I expect you to do that like, Like everyone should be able to do that But I can tell that you are proud of yourself when you do it. I do it exactly the same way. There's no difference. I know. I listened to the recording. It's amazing. People aren't able to do that. Really? I'm a born actress. Me too. Wow. That's what I wanted to be. Really? Yeah, I wanted to be triple threat. Wow. I know someone else that wanted to be an actress. I don't remember who now. Oh, yeah, no. Meredith. Meredith wanted to be an I actress. I was in acting class, like, all through elementary school. What happened? Well, my family got poor, mm. so then I couldn't take acting class anymore. Mm. And also, maybe I wasn't good. I'm not sure. Mm. I remember from directing you in college as a voice actor that you uh, lacked nuance on occasion and would shout into the microphone. So I do remember you getting upset about me shouting. Also, 
I'm pretty sure the script is what Lakshmi wants. How dare you? It was like a murder mystery. Yeah. There's nothing less nuanced than a murder whodunit. You know, I tried to direct that cast, the best cast being a loose term, the best I could. Also, I feel like we didn't practice or anything. We just, like, read the script and then hopped onto those mics. Yeah. Well, we had a show to do. The people needed their whodunit. The people needed their 